you guys are not standing out of our campuses, would you just go ahead and stand right now as we prepare to seek the Lord in prayer, as we enter into this new year, a year of transformation, as we celebrate who God is and as we enter into his presence, believing for the greatest things that we've ever seen. Hey, do you know for hundreds of years, Christians have debated and divided over the role of the Holy Spirit, creating enormous division in denominations, in churches, among Christians, in small groups. People have divided and broke fellowship over, over what should bring us great unity. This weekend, as you stand, many people in many places across all of our campuses holding firm to this truth that our God is one. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The psalmist said in Psalms 100, he made us. We didn't make him. We're his people. And well-led sheep. See, God loves you. And so let's make ourselves at home this weekend again. Stay standing, praising and thanking him. So what I want you to do right now, you may be a little uncomfortable, that's okay, because we're, we're just going to thank him. So listen, I want you to right now, out loud, say thank you, God. Come on, every campus, thank you, God. Start shouting out what you're thankful for. Come on, thank you, God. Our God is a good God. Come on, tell him you're thankful. Lift up a hand. Come on, thank you, God, for salvation, for our church, for families. Thank you, God, for an incredible year. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Wow, come on, come on, all right, calm it down a little bit. Father God, we come in radical gratitude. We come in worship and we come in celebration of who you are and what you've done and what you will do. And Lord, as we launch out into a new year, as we take wings and we fly in transformation, God, we're looking for you to do greater miracles of healing and salvation, wondrous works of freedom and deliverance, God, so we ask you to move, open our eyes. Just breathe on us, the Holy Spirit, and open our eyes that we might see wonderful things from your word. That's our prayer in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, all right, guys, I mean, come on, give him a shout as you sit down at all of our campuses. Happy New Year. So thrilled to see you at all of our campuses. As we take just a few minutes and we look back at a year of finding favor, a favor that was already at work. Come on, come on, all in favor, say aye. Yeah, it's been an incredible call out all year. And what we also want to look ahead because God's name is not I was, God's name is I am that I am. I'm working right now. We don't need yesterday's manna, we need today's manna. We've got a vision for the future. We are not gonna camp out and talk about the past. We're moving into incredible Vision. God said, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. The psalmist goes on in Psalms 105, his loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness to all generations. And that's us. If they promise, we love God. It is absolutely who we are and what we're about. And if we're gonna love God, one of the easiest ways to learn to love God is through walking in thankfulness. So as you were to look back, if you were writing your book on this last year, what would you be most thankful for? What did God do this last year? 
Where did you find God's favorite work in your life, in your family, in your ministry, in your calling, in your church, in, in, your, in wherever? What, as you just look back, what are the one or two things that just absolutely pop out immediately God did? So again, just take a moment, one more time, come on, right where you are, and thank God for that one thing. Thank God, just thank him. And if you're scratching your head, then come on, you need to get in the gratitude game. You need to, you need to get there. So see, thanking God is praising God for who he is and what he's done. And there's, there's one simple way that we can begin loving God to a higher level. Another simple way, and that is that we put God first in everything, in every facet aspect of our life. In 2021, we not only started the year with 21 days of prayer and fasting, but hundreds of promisers continued to, to see God on first Saturday morning prayer gatherings across all of our campuses. And can I tell you, they were praying, we were praying for you, looking for God's favor in you and through you. So how about you? Are you looking for something this new year to change? What are you asking God to do this new year? We're going to seek out the handiwork of the Holy Spirit like never before. I don't know about you, but I want some of 2022 transformation. That's our word. I want transformation in my life. Man, listen, we want transformation in your life. We want transformation in the life of Faith Promise Church, in your business, marriage, and in your health, in everything. So if that's something you want, then listen, I want to challenge you. Make sure you grab a devotional book this weekend. They're out this weekend. Grab one. Start January 1 with me. And man, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna roll right through like we did last year. Next Saturday morning, We've got our first prayer gathering, nine o'clock at all of our campuses. We'll be in the 21 days of fasting and prayer, and you can meet at your campus. Come on. I mean, if we want God to move with power at Faith Promise, then we're going to gather together in prayer. We're going to gather together believing to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Remember a, a, a month or so ago what my buddy Halloran Hilton, Hilton Hill said, and that is hope is a habit. We need to develop the habit of believing for, looking for God to do some great things. I'm going to give you some practical handles this weekend, and then the campus pastor is going to take over in a few minutes. But, but I, want to, I, want to, I want, to, want you to think about some ways in which you can grow. And, and, and growth is a habit, just like hope, transformation. We want to see the Holy Spirit work in you like never before. Now, I may want it for you. It may be God's will, but the real question is, will you put yourself in the hands of the Holy Spirit? Come on, if you're listening, say, I am. See, the hand that holds you, molds you. Now, every year we have a call out. The hand that holds you, molds you, M-O-L-D-S, molds you. So that's going to be next year. So come on, let's try it again. The hand that holds you, come on, the hand that holds you, Mold you. That's exactly right. And my prayer is that you climb up into the hands of the Holy Spirit, that you surrender and submit to his lordship and leadership in your heart and life. This is the only way for you to become all that God is destined and designed for you to be. And faith promise, can I tell you something? Not only do we love God, but we love people. 
The people is the best part of what we do, man. This is a faith family, and man, we, we love. You remember a few weeks ago, we had the story of Ben, who leads, the, the, who leads all the ushers at, at the Pellissippi campus. What an incredible video that was. Well, as, but as we look back, what was your favorite part of 2021 together as a faith family? Was it early in the atomic life or that month that we experienced called All the Fields, where we really got in there and sort of got in people's grill about the emotions? How about family-ish or summer fun, tricks or treats, students? What about one day or movement nights? That's where some of your friends gave their hearts to Jesus. And man, who's, who's thankful that's been to a freedom conference? Listen, you want to talk about transformation in a life. Come on, January 14th and 15th, we're going to be doing another freedom conference. If you're not signed up, man, get online today and sign up. Now, you got to go through the freedom, the freedom group material first, but there are so many people who have been to the small group that have not been to the conference. It is where deliverance happens. God's favor has been at work clearly all around us in so many ways. How about you? Did you grow last year? Did you, do you have a plan to grow this year in 2022? So here's two simple ways that you can that you can work on, that you can grow, putting yourself in God's transformational hands. Number one, a personal growth plan. It's in the devotion book we did for you. You can grab that, uh, fill it out, give it to an accountability partner, and the second, and, and come on, you say, I've tried it before, jump in with me again. Jump in with me, come on. Number two is joining a group this, this winter semester, because we grow together. And so if you've not been in a freedom group, it'd be a great place to begin. But I promise you, if you'll get in a group, God will use that to transform your life. Another way to find transformation this year at Faith Promise Church is that we discover purpose. Not just for ourselves, because we know that God has gifted every one of us, but in serving others, we help them discover their purpose as well. So as you're using your purpose, you're helping other people. Because we're about what is next for you? What is next for us? Who is next for you to bring, to witness, to share? Who is next for you to mentor, to develop? Disciples that make disciples. Thousands, thousands of promisers took their next step in 2021. We saw a major move forward. They joined groups. They started serving. They started giving. They shared their faith. Last year, our staff well over 400 times, shared their faith outside the walls of Faith Promise Church. Many of you invited your friends and family to an Easter, to Mother's Day, to back to the movies, to Christmas. Listen, listen, listen. If you didn't bring anybody in 2021, didn't bring anybody, I'm gonna ask you to up your invitation game because we begin to invite and then we share our faith. So I'm gonna ask you who you bring it. Man, who are you going to bring this year? Who are you going to win this year? Did you take a step last year growing closer to God? What about this year? What is your next step? You haven't been in next steps? I want to challenge you. Jump in there this, Jump in there just right off the bat and walk through that four-week experience. Who's the next person 
You're going to share your faith with where you live, work, study, shop, and play. Now, come on, students. I'm talking to you guys, too. Who are you bringing Wednesday night? Who are you inviting? Who are you praying for? Come on, if you're listening, say, I am. See, one of our theme verses for this 2022 is really one of my all-time favorite verses. And it's Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you. Paul said, I'm begging you, brethren. By the mercies of God, to present your body a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. We are going to, in your devotion book, we are, I'm going to dissect two verses over, or three verses over the next This month is going to open up your eyes to your next transformational step. So you got to see the step, seize the step, take the step. Maybe you just need to climb into God's hands this weekend. Because the hand that holds you, what? The hand that holds you, holds you. See, nobody looks into a mirror getting ready to go out, come to church, go on a date with your mate or or maybe you're going somewhere, going to work, you don't look and see that your hair's messed up or your tie's crooked or you've missed a button and not fix it. You don't walk away without fixing it. You, you see yourself and you bring yourself into alignment with what you need to be. Our other verse, oh my mercy, is, is 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all, with an unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, and are being transformed, really, literally a metamorphosis. We're being changed. We're being transformed into the same image that we see in Jesus from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. It's his job. It's to transform your life. It's God's will to transform every aspect of you to what he sees in you, your marriage, your health, your ministry, your family, your finances, your business, your walk with God, every aspect of your life, God wants to transform that you will be a walking billboard of his glory unto glory. Remember last year, we did a series called Life Plus. That's what this is all about. We did that before our Heart for the Harvest campaign. And so when we think of transformation, man, I'm still blown out of the water at a $2.1 million, come on somebody, $2.1 million offering to our God for campus expansion, debt reduction, and then Hands of Hope and Isaiah House and other ministry partners. The countless miracles that we experienced, the healing, the provision, the restoration that we saw in the fall, that's, that's not counting all the generosity given. We finished the year in the black, as we do. We've done every year but one. We, in the last few weeks, we've had our largest weekend offerings ever. It's incredible. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your, for your faithfulness. It rocks. We, can, we, we minister at the Boys and Girls Club, at CARM, at Emerald Youth, other glo- local partners and global partners, missionary partners around the world, hurricane relief, in South Louisiana, equip, 
educators. We bought every single school teacher and administrator in Knox County a book, Change Your World. We're going to keep doing more about that. The list goes on and on and on. And I, I got to tell you, as I look back at 2021, Michelle and I look back, one of our favorite parts was getting to celebrate, celebrate 25 years of getting to lead this incredible movement of God. We love you guys. Man, we're so grateful that for a quarter of a century, we've got to shepherd one of the greatest joys and privileges of our entire lives is getting to be a part of yours. And then, because we're Faith Promise, we're all about winning the world. It's the heartbeat of the Savior and the reason for Christmas and the cross. It's what I surrendered my life to so many years ago to win the world. And when you look back and think about what God has done through you, through us, through Faith Promise, we celebrated last year opening our 10th campus in Bristol. Come on, somebody at Bristol, give our Lord a praise this weekend. We baptized almost 10,000 people at one of our campuses and hundreds of thousands around the world through churches that we planted with the Timothy Initiative and so many others. As far as the eye can see, God's favor is already at work in us and around us. People are loving God. People are serving and loving each other. They're suffering people or people are pursuing their God-giving purpose and we're winning the world to, for the cause of Christ in the name of Jesus. What was, your, what was your favorite? Come on, one more time. As we, as we close the book, the file on 2021 and moving 2022, all in favor say, ah. Man, we hear you across all of our campuses, and we love you. This year, we're gonna be transformed by the hands of the Holy Spirit. This year, God's gonna mold us. He's gonna, remember the hands that hold us, mold us, so we can love God, we can love people. We can discover our God-given purpose, and we can win this world. Hands that hold us, molds us. 2022 is gonna be your greatest year. You're gonna walk on an open heaven. You're gonna feel the favor of God as he transforms you. You're gonna feel his hand on your shoulder, his breath in your lungs. God is gonna open up doors that you can't imagine. God is gonna move mountains. God's gonna bring healing. God's gonna bring deliverance. God's gonna bring prodigals home. God is gonna move. And listen, God is gonna use you to the greatest level you've ever been used. You know why? Because God's gonna transform you into a tool that he can use. It's going to be your greatest year. I can't wait to sell the miracles. Campus pastors, we love you guys. Come on at every campus. Would you give your campus pastor a hand as they come and talk about what God's doing there? Come on, let's give them a hand. We love you guys. Walk in God's transformation. Are you fired up? Wow, thank you, Pastor. That's so exciting. Transformation. You know, the way forward for us is through humility. We only can be transformed through walking humbly in our lives. I love what Pastor Rick Warren says. True transformation happens when you move from self-centeredness to God-centeredness. Are you ready to make that move? 
You see, the Holy Spirit wants to make that change of transformation in our lives, but we gotta take steps and cooperate with him. And the way forward for every follower of Jesus Christ to transformation is to walk humbly. Is to walk humbly. You know, probably the greatest tool that God has used in my life to transform me and to cause, bring humility in my life and bring transformation in every area of my life is fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer is the greatest uh, spiritual discipline, spiritual process that, that God has used in my life. For when I find myself in fasting and prayer, all the other spiritual formation processes like reading the word of God, prayer, growing together with others, worshiping the Lord, sharing my faith, all those greatly increase in times of fasting and prayer. In fact, I would say without a doubt, the greatest way that God has worked in my life is through seasons of fasting and prayer. The most change he's brought in my life is through seasons of fasting and prayer. So what is fasting? I wanna give you a definition. Fasting is giving up something you love for a predetermined time period to seek God more than normal through prayer, scripture, and worship. Now let's break this down. Giving up something you love. How many of you can think of something you love right now? Come on, you think of it. Giving up something you love. By the way, it's not your spouse, okay? It's not, you can't do that. Giving up something you love. Now this is usually something you do daily, like eat a meal, watch television, work out, social media. It's something you love. Now, I already know what Pastor Chad Funk is thinking. He's, he's thinking, I'm gonna give up working out. The problem is he doesn't love working out. Have you seen his body? Come on. He doesn't love it, all right? And uh, so, Pastor Chad, you can't fast from working out. I'm sorry, you gotta pick something else. But you find something that you love and you give it up. Now listen, for a predetermined time period, we're asking the church to fast and pray together for 21 days starting tomorrow. Some people started today. I know some people started yesterday. I know some people are starting on the 10th because of vacations. It doesn't matter when you start, but would you jump in and humble yourself and say, Holy Spirit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a step of faith into you and would you begin to transform my 2022, transform my life as I seek the Lord through fasting and prayer. So it's giving up something you love for a predetermined time period. Here's the key though, to seek God. If you just give up something you love, that's, that's just self-discipline. But if you give up something you love and in that time that you would normally do that, like eating a meal, you take that time to seek God through the Bible, through prayer, through journaling, through worship, that's where God will meet you and begin to transform your thoughts, begin to transform your mind, begin to transform your heart, begin to transform your life. Seek him in those places. Now listen, let's be honest. How many of you get that report on Sunday It says how much time you spent on your device that week? Is that like, I don't wanna look at it. You know what I'm talking about? I don't wanna look at that. What if we gave up that time and, and saw God? Dr. Barrett, we'd be like, Woo, buff. You know what I'm talking about? We'd be so strong in Jesus Christ. Whatever it is, would you ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to give up for 21 days to seek you with all my heart? Now, what do I do before and during a fast? Well, first of all, identify 
confess and repent of all revealed sin during your fast. Before you start your fast, just confess all known sin and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any sin that may be in your life. And then as you're going through the fast, I promise you, he's gonna reveal more to you. Confess it, just be ready to confess quickly. Secondly, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's prompting in areas of your life. I promise you, as you're walking through these 21 days and you're giving up something and you're seeking God in place of that time, what's gonna happen is the Holy Spirit's gonna reveal things to you that he wants you to do. He's gonna reveal, reveal relationships that he wants you to restore and say, well, it might, wasn't my fault, it doesn't matter. Remember, we're walking humbly and we're obeying the Father, we're obeying the Holy Spirit and he says, I want you to restore that relationship. So be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Third, Pray humbly, pray boldly, and pray continually. Just keep praying. Then absorb lots of scripture in your life. Read the word of God. Get on the Bible reading plan with us. Jump in. Uh, day two today was so good. Just jump in on it. Try it. You say, well, I've tried it before. Well, try it again. Come on. Try it again. Jump in there. Absorb the word of God by reading it, by listening to it, by listening to it in music. Just absorb the word of God into your life. Then next, reserve time to be still and quiet before the Lord during these 21 days. Just to be still before him. Whether it's a, a private place at your home, out in nature, or it's a Saturday morning prayer gathering with us. Next Saturday, and the 23rd, we'll meet here live on the 15th. It'll just be online. It'll be uh, the next Saturday and the 23rd. It'll be live and online. Come and join us. Do something different. Make it different. Get quiet before the Lord. And allow him to speak to your life. Then lastly, I would encourage you, during your time of fasting and prayer, keep a journal. Write down what you're praying for. This past year, I, I did a 21-day fast. It was in August, and uh, my word for the year was set apart. And I know that God wanted to do more in that area of, of setting me apart. So I consecrated 21 days. I knew he was calling me to that. And I, I gave up food for 21 days to seek him. And during that time, every day, he would add to my prayer list. And I would write it in my journal. I had certain things I was praying for that God would do in my life, God would do in my family, God would do in our church. I was praying for those, but every day God gave me something new to add to that prayer list because we're meeting with him. And he knows us better than anyone, and he loves us. Seek the Lord with all your heart. Listen, the greatest spiritual breakthroughs in my life have happened in times of fasting and prayer bar none. Do you want some spiritual breakthroughs in your life? I would encourage you to consider this. I would encourage you to consider this. Today I'm asking every person who calls Faith Promise home to join me, to join Pastor, to join our team in 21 days of seeking God with all of your being. I promise you, you'll never regret it. And I promise you, you'll never be the same. You will be transformed as you cooperate with the Holy Spirit. So why do this? Well, take out your transformation book. Come on, take it out and turn to page eight. Pastor gives us some great reasons of why you should consider fasting. Page eight, number one, to strengthen your prayer. Your prayer gets laser focused in, in times of fasting. Number two, to seek God's wisdom. How many of you say, I need God's wisdom in 2022? Come on, I know I do. To humble yourself before God. To worship God. Let me give you a few more reasons. First of all, God is calling you to come closer. 
Look right here. He's calling you to come closer. In Revelation, he says, hey, I'm standing at the door. I'm knocking. Come, come closer. Let me in. And when you start to fast and pray, you know what happens? Your flesh just gets obliterated. It gets denied. It gets put down. And you get as close to God as you've ever experienced. God's calling you to come closer. We need God more than ever in our individual lives. We need God more than ever in our families. We need God more than ever in our church, in our communities, and in our world. And listen to this. We want more for you in 2022 than we want from you. I have a question for you. Would you be willing to reorder your daily living for 21 days in order to experience the greatest year of spiritual transformation that you have ever experienced. Would you be willing to do that? If you could look forward now and see the end of 22, it's the greatest year you've ever experienced of spiritual transformation. And, and it's because you stepped out in January in cooperation with the Holy Spirit in humility and said, I'm gonna fast and pray. Would you be willing to do that? I believe you are. Now maybe you're here this week and you're saying, fast and pray. I don't even know God. I'm not even sure I wanna know God. I'm not even sure who God is. We got good news for you. The one who has already planned your future wants to meet you. He has a purpose for your life. He has a plan for your life. He wants to come in your life and take away all your sins, take away guilt, take away shame, and replace it with love and joy and peace. He wants to give you a relationship through Jesus Christ. John said it this way, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do you believe in him? The way we express that belief, uh, Paul said in Romans, whoever call on the name of the Lord will be what? Saved. Saved from what? Saved from your sin. Saved from a life of, uh, with no purpose. He wants to save you. The way we do that is just a voice of prayer of belief to the Father. So every one of us have already done that. We're gonna pray with you out loud so you're not alone. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and we're going to ask you to repeat this prayer to God from your heart after me. God, thank you for offering this gift. Please forgive me. You can have my old life. I want a new life. You can have my old heart. I want a new heart. Thank you for the gift of Jesus. I will love and follow you no matter what. With our eyes still closed, if you prayed that prayer for the first time to enter a relationship with God, we want to put a card in your hand. Our ushers are ready to do that. We just hold your hand up and hold it up until they find you. Just hold your hand up. They'll find you. They'll put that card in your hand, then you can put your hand down. Online, just check the box that you prayed that prayer with us. Come on, Faith Promise. Let's praise God for every person.